0: Hey, good evening, everybody. JD here. Obviously, uh, my partner Clayton's not here. He's uh, <clears throat> going to some family, I think, in Minnesota for for Thanksgiving. And of course, he picked up uh, some laryngitis or something last week in Fargo. So you can't really talk too much in there. So you guys just got me tonight. And, uh, you know, it should be a good show. It's the uh, first time I'm doing anything like this by myself. But uh, appreciate everybody joining me. Happy early Thanksgiving. for uh, For those of you joining in, I'm sure you you got uh, family coming over, something. If not, hey, I'm your family for tonight. <laughs> so normally, uh, normally Clay and I start out saying, uh, reciting the Second Amendment. But tonight, um, since it's the anniversary of, of President John F. Kennedy being assassinated, I'm gonna give a little quote here from um, John Kennedy's Presidential Library and Museum about the Second Amendment. Um, a, a lot of Democrats um, don't like the Second Amendment, and they. Be shocked here what uh, President Kennedy had to say about it. So uh, January 29th, 1961, President John F. Kennedy spoke words that remain to be true to this day. He spoke about the importance of the Second Amendment and why it must not be subverted in any way. And here was his quote. Uh, the battle for American freedom was begun by thousands of farmers and tradesmen who made up the Minutemen, citizens who were ready to defend their liberty at a moment's notice. Today, we need a nation of men, and men, citizens who are not only prepared to take up arms, but citizens who regard the preservation of freedom as a basic purpose of their daily life and who are willing to consciously work and sacrifice for that freedom. The cause of liberty, the cause of American, cannot succeed with any lesser effort. And that's pretty awesome because um, nowadays, I seriously doubt you'd hear that from... Uh, <laughs> from any democratic president or presidential candidate. You certainly ain't gonna hear anything like that from from, uh, sloppy Joe Biden. So um, so now let's start out, I said, we're gonna start off with, um, I'm gonna change hunting bullets and I'll tell you why. I did get my deer, um, nice three by three muley buck. And I was kinda leery of using using the SST bullet again. As a lot of you know, I I got a new rifle. And a chambered in 6.5 Grendel. Did a lot of testing on it. And uh, so I shot this deer. We seen it and put the stock on it. Um, I know a lot of people think I just shoot stuff out of hunting shack. Didn't work that way. Put Took about, oh, I don't know, about an hour to get around to him. But anyways, um, we, the doe's, muley doe sniffed us out. My buddy Trav was with me. And I ranged where the deer was going to be at the top of this hill. And it was 158 yards. Deer started moving, so I rolled out I was going to have to do an offhand shot, which I did. I did one shot. I thought I nailed it pretty good right in the shoulder, and so I put another one in. He made it about another 25 yards. I put another one in, and I'll put a picture up here. You can see right where these where these uh, bullets went right there. Oops. First, one, first one's right about center, a little high on the shoulder, and the second one's forward of it. Like I said, the first shot was about 158 yards. Second one there, I got him circled in red. The second one was, uh, he was probably about, man, I don't want to say about 175 yards. And he turns and starts going up the hill. And I shot again. We thought I missed. And he's going over the hill towards our, our hunting shack. And I shot again. he was uh, way past 200 yards and probably, two, I don't know, 250. Anyways, um, we went and looked for him. Ended up finding him, had to finish him off. And couldn't believe and I I skinned him out. And the, the 123 grain SSTs is what they are. And went into the shoulder. Both of those shots went into his shoulder and did not did, didn't penetrate anywhere in the in the chest cavity. Didn't even penetrate the other side of his shoulder to be to be precise. And neighbor guy was gonna do a Euro for me, skinned the skin the top half of the neck and head called me and said, uh, yeah, there was a, you hit him in the head too. It was like the back left part of his whole skull. The bone was shattered. So that assumed that was the one when he was took off there up away from us, I was going to try and hit him in the neck and stop him. And I let him, obviously I let him a little too far, but Tanner said it went in his neck about three inches below. The skull went up, hit the, didn't, didn't penetrate. Just hit the bone again and blew up. And the last one my buddy travels with, he said you grazed his leg, which he must have Superman vision because I noticed that too, his rear right leg. But um, that bullet definitely, definitely disappointed me. And it has disappointed me before um, with my six five Creed on, on a biggest muley buck I ever shot. Body wise, body wise, a bullet deflected a square on chest shot deflected into his che- into his uh, shoulder there and then broke some bones. But he took off running like nothing hit him either. But so I'm gonna switch up to a different bullet for sure. Probably a bonded something. Um, people are telling me to use like an ELD, which a lot of people don't think you should hunt with with the um, with the match bullet. But I watched. I've been watching a lot of videos, and like I said, my neighbor Tanner hunts with them, and I mean he's killed way more deer than I have. Much younger guy, but he hunts way more, and that's what he uses all the time. And, and uh, so, yeah, I'm getting rid of the SST. I know a lot of people say they love the SST. I haven't had any problems. In fact, Tanner told me the same thing. And then some people had texted me, my buddy Troy, and and some other guys. But I- I'm done with that bullet. Maybe, you know, a lot of people would say maybe maybe that Grendel's too slow. But um, even at the muzzle velocity, of I got the shorter barrel, a 16-inch barrel. And the muzzle velocity is 2,400. But even at, at 300 yards, it's still going just under under 2,000 feet per second, over a thousand foot-pounds of energy, and like I said, my first shot was at at 158 yards. So there's um, there's no reason there's no reason at all that that bullet should have should have blown up that hard. But uh, I don't know what you guys think of that. But that, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get into some chats here. I'm sorry I missed out on the chats. I I don't got the big screen there like Clayton does. So um, bear with me and getting through all these here. I'll, I'll go through them. Hey, Trampus, um, good evening. Like I said, it's just, just me tonight. Clayton's uh, headed to Minnesota, and he's got a little case of laryngitis. Brian Warner, good evening, MVE. Dave Fettig, I'll gladly wish you happy Thanksgiving today for turkey tomorrow. Pretty sure that's how Wimpy said that for a hamburger. Josh Patterson, what's up, buddy? Eric Newman, thanks for joining. Eric's regular. Hey, Corey, thank you, sir. Dan Brown, good evening to you. He's on the western edge of North Dakota. Happy Thanksgiving. Lynette, thank you. Hey, Brandon George, he's driving to Sioux Falls, and listen, appreciate that, buddy. Appreciate that a lot. Appreciate that. Oh, there's Clay. Good evening from Deep in Commie, Minnesota, from Clay. Hey, Clay, how you doing there, buddy? hope your voice gets better. And Eric says, get the Barnes SX. Eric, that's definitely one of them that I'm looking at is a, is the is the all-copper round like that. Because I'm the older I get, the more I'm getting into um, putting that round right through the shoulder. And as you can see, I'm, I'm fairly uh, adept at doing that with that picture I put up. So, Corey Merriman, 243, 100-grain PowerPoint Winchester. Yeah, that's a soft point for sure. Oh, 80, okay. Or Federal, 243, 80. Hey, Uncle Dean, happy Turkey Day, you as well. Thanks for tuning in tonight. Um, Josh Patterson, never used the SST bullets, but the reviews I've seen on them, I'm not a fan. I've always used soft points, but last year I used the Nosler Ballistic Tip. Worked great. My son shot his deer with his this year with the Nosler Accubond and performed very well, absolutely well. See, like the Accubond, that's uh, you know, that's a bonded bullet. The core and the jacket are bonded. You know, SST just, man, I just, it's not. I'm I'm just done with that. I, like I said, I had problems without with my Grendel. I did kill him with my 308 years ago, and yeah, it did it did pretty good on that. But it's um, you know, one out of three, so. It ain't hard for me to switch bullets and then that's exactly what I'm going to do. Maybe I will go to uh maybe I you know I got I'm probably not going to get drawn for a deer tag for another year or two now, so um I got plenty of time to work on my reloads so um, and and um not that I'm a big oh, I just love reloading, but you can make uh, you can make yourself a lot of custom loads for that and and I do like that so All right, anybody got anything else going on this bullet thing if not and you want to bring something up um you know i can come back to it for sure if not i'm gonna i'm gonna go on to the next thing i'm gonna keep it you know kind of going unless we get down rabbit trail i'm gonna i'm gonna try try to keep it on <laughs> yeah um about an hour or so tonight so I know everybody even if you're listening you know you probably got like i said maybe got family or friends over for thanksgiving so i don't but i appreciate you hanging with me so next one i got going here coming up next uh the five Five stages of a hunter. So I don't know if anybody's ever heard of this. I have, and I and have kind of got reminded of it the other day um, when I was listening to a podcast <clears throat> about, oh, heck, I don't remember. I think it was uh, Gun Talk with, uh, I can't think of his name right now. He's an older guy, but he's got a good show. Real quick, I'll get to another comment here. Dave says he would strongly suggest Nosler AccuBond 129. Man, I, 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 that's probably a great bullet, Dave, but... Um, I can't stand shooting something that slow. It's just a thing with me. As he says here, they're designed for low velocity impact. They would work great in the Grendel. We've been hammering deer with the Creedmoors for years. I, Dave knows way more about bullet construction. Me, I'm not going to disagree, but, man, I think it would probably be going like 2,200 out of my short barrel. I just, it's, I don't know, something about it. It's hard for me to even tolerate how slow mine is now, but yeah, you know, I, I shoot it real good, and, and I like that shorter gun when I'm running the suppressor on there, so. If you got any other suggestions, Dave, I'm open. That's why I asked Dave the other day. He actually owns uh, 1760 Sports, and I was looking for the 120 um, Spear gold dot. they got the bonded core in the jacket, so we'll see. We'll see. So anyways, the five stages of a hunter. This is this idea has been um, kicked around since about the mid-'80s following some research work by these two professors at the University of Wisconsin lacrosse. Robert Jackson and Robert Norton. they apparently they interviewed more than a thousand hunters in Wisconsin, and um, they say as we get older, it's easier to see where we may be and remember some of the different things that we did in each stage. so i I'll go through these quick, but I kind of went through them, and you know, i I kind of got like a couple of them mashed together. I can't really um put myself in one of these groups, but so the first one is, which I think they got this one nailed down pretty good. Um, It's called, they call it the shooter stage. The hunter talks about satisfaction with hunting being closely tied to being able to, quote, get shooting. Often the beginning hunter will relate he had an excellent day if he got in a lot of shooting. You know, because shooting's fun. The beginning hunter will talk about the number of shooting opportunities. Missed game means little to hunters in this phase. I mean, I disagree with that somewhat. I didn't like missing. A beginning hunter wants to pull the trigger and test the capability of his firearm, which I would agree with that. I would agree with that. I would agree with most of that statement. Like I said, other than the one that missing means very little. I've always been disappointed when I miss targets, but I do. I beginning. I love shooting a lot. I mean, that's kind of, why I think when I first started hunting, I took to pheasant hunting a lot more than deer hunting because you get way more, way more shooting and pheasant hunting. And I like rifles better than shotguns, but, um, you know, that's the way that goes. So the second one here, limiting out stage. A hunter still talks about satisfaction gained from shooting. What seems most important is measuring success through the killing of game and the number of birds or animal shot. Limiting out or filling a tag is the absolute measure. That one I definitely would agree with. I remember being in that stage, not um, pheasant hunting, jumping out. You see them in the ditch, just jump out and, you know, blasting pheasants. You didn't care about working a dog or walking trees. You just wanted to get out and get all your birds and tell your buddies, hey, man, we limited out. It was awesome. You know, and then you're kind of in a competition with your buddies to see uh, who got the most, you know, who shot the most deer and and things like that. But not not the most deer, but the most pheasants. And, you know, I I definitely would agree with what they got going on that. Third stage here, the trophy stage. Satisfaction is described in terms of selective game. A duck hunter might only take greenheads. A deer hunter looks for one specific deer. A hunter might travel far to find a real trophy. Shooting opportunity and skills become less important. That last part I disagree with. The older I get, my you know I love shooting opportunities, but I pass up a lot of stuff. And skills become less important. I no, not for this guy, not for this guy. Not. So I mean, I got part of that. You know, the trophy stage. I like. I think the trophy stage, like for deer hunting. I pass up a lot of deer when I was in a shooter or limiting out stage. I mean, you know, you come to the last weekend of the season, uh, some dink buck would come and you're like, well, I just, I got to get, fill my tag. I can't eat tag soup. And it, you just do it, then, you know, some people that they never, that never bothers them to do that. Me, I, I have no desire to ever shoot small deer again like that. I mean, even a doe, I look for a big, A big doe i mean just getting the dough is and i like to be a dry doe too you know call me a wimp but i don't want to shoot something that has a fawn with it that's that's just me you do what you want so then the next one we go here the method stage this hunter has all the special equipment hunting has become one of the most important things in life satisfaction comes from the method that enables the hunter to take game taking game is important but second to how it is taken that's not for me, but some people, I, I definitely know people like that. This hunter will study long and hard how to how best to pick a blind sight, lay out decoys, or call in waterfall. A deer hunter will go one-on-one with a white-tailed deer, studying sign, tracking, and the life habits of the deer. Often, the hunter will handicap himself by only hunting with black powder firearms or bow and arrow. Begging limit or limiting out still is understood as being a necessary part of the hunt phase. And I got some of that, but I know people, like I said, who will limit their self. I don't limit myself. A lot of people the older they get think bow hunting's um, way better. Not me. I, I enjoy bow hunting, not nearly as much as rifle hunting. Um, but I, I understand if people want to be that way, that's that's fine with me. They can do that. that that's not for me. And I definitely have something in, in the method stage here in me a little bit. And last but not least, the sportsman stages. A hunter ages, and after many years of hunting, he quote mellows out. Satisfaction now can be found in the total hunting experience, being in the field, enjoying the company of friends and family, and seeing nature outweigh the need for taking game. You know, I got a lot of that in me already. Like and um along with some of this trophy stage and the method. So I don't I'm kind of three, kind of consider myself three out of this out of this five deal here. Um, but, but I think for the most part, this is, um, this is a fairly accurate, um, you know, uh, what do you want to call it? Depiction of your stages of hunting. I don't know, it, you know which, you know, I don't, maybe we should do it again. What I say, they did this in the eighties, right? Yeah. In the 1980s, maybe we should try it again. I just seen one the other day, um, hunting people getting in hunting is up like 20, 26 percent or something. I personally agree with my my buddy John Arm, I think there's already too many people hunting, and, and Clay kind of is on board with that too. There's just not enough game for everybody. They reduced the tags in our unit for deer, and man, it's hard to see deer there. And after a couple, of, I know a lot of them are hiding, but they're, it's the tags were down. But there's so many people driving around, you can see, and I, I just think that's too many, but. Let's, uh, let's get back into some of these comments here. If I'm just following by. All right, I'm going to go with Dave. Had one more. It will be an adjustment, but that is made for 1,100 feet per second impact. Okay. Shooting and hunting, two different things. Yep, exactly, Sean Doctor. Corey Merriman, I've been hunting since 11 years old now. I'm 46 and still haven't used a box of ammo hunting deer. Granted, I haven't shot a deer since 09. <laughs> okay. I. You know, Corey, I, I couldn't even let a box sit there like that. I'd have to go shoot it because I like shooting too much. So and he said he's had plenty of opportunities. Eric Newman, dried dough tastes better. Okay, that's good to know, Eric. Um, kind of like you, three stooges, he said. <laughs> three stages, yeah. Exactly. All right, thanks, Corey. Um, you know, I think one thing I will say about bow hunting, it the, the deer that I did shoot bow hunting, my whitetail buck I got um, opening day in 20, I think 2011. My mule deer, I can't remember how many years ago it was. That was a buck, but that was like the second week. Those deer did taste, um, to me, far better than, than deer killed during the rifle season. But I don't know what you guys think of that. They were both bucks. I never I never did shoot a doe with my bow. Um, I basically could have every time I went bow hunting. But uh, white tails are pretty thinned out by the, by, by where I usually bow hunt. We had a blind, but the mules are starting to take over there, so we could probably do the same thing there. But... Uh, I'm really saying, but, uh, you know, if you guys catch me repeating something, go <laughs> go ahead and tell me because, you know, Clay's not here. So I'm kind of every once in a while you get that. Uh, but uh, or some other thing you are going, Hey, one shot cap. Thanks for joining, buddy. I'll tell you what, guys, it's our first time for our first break here. So we're going to do our first commercial break here for our main sponsor, Lower Auto. We'll be back shortly. Get yourself a cold one. Lauer Auto Repair. They're located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota, or give them a call at 701-258-6308. The team of mechanics at Lauer Auto can tackle any problem your vehicle is having, and when you do business with Lauer, you can be assured you're doing business with the Pro Second Amendment America First Repair Shop. There's plenty of other auto repair shops in the Bismarck Mandan area, but why take the chance of patronizing a shop that might not have your beliefs at heart? Make no mistake, Lauer Auto is your Pro Second Amendment repair shop. When you talk to the guys at Lauer Auto, don't forget to tell them you heard they're a sponsor of Guns and the 701, and that you appreciate their support of our Pro Second Amendment, Pro North Dakota live and podcast. That's Lauer Auto Repair, 701-258-6308, located at 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. Absolutely. Thank you again, Lauer Auto Repair for being our number one sponsor and our first sponsor for that matter. And you guys go in and, and patronize Doug and the boys down there at, at Lauer Auto. Make sure and tell them you appreciate them sponsoring our, our live stream and all the videos we do. It's um, it's awesome having sponsors and that's Clay said a number of times. Um, <laughs> either we couldn't do it without them or it'd be a, a hell of a lot harder. So we appreciate you guys and please, uh, hey, we got to rub each other's back. You guys like the show? Help out our sponsors because, like I said in the ad, you're going to go into the best repair shop in Bismarck. All right, so we're going to stick with um, kind of the hunting theme here. I'm a I'm a big fan of hunting with suppressors. Uh, I I <laughs> when I go hunting, I pretty much don't go without without um, a suppressor on my rifle. It's um, it's hard for me to comprehend why people wouldn't want to hunt with one. I mean, the only drawback really is it makes your rifle a little longer. Which is why most of my hunting rifles are shorter barreled. But I had, you know, 24-inch um, barrels with the with the suppressor on it. But you can buy, you know, the the K cans now, the Kurs, That's German for short. They're short ones, so it doesn't make your and they're light. Um, and it doesn't, you know, if you shoot, if you never hunted with a suppressor, it doesn't. If you shoot, it's not like the movies where it's quiet and all the animals, you know. Uh, stand around. Sometimes they'll stand around. Mule deer will even stand around when you shoot sometimes without the suppressor on, but when I shot mine um, with the suppressor, trust me, they all took off running, so, but it takes away recoil. It's so easy on the ears. You know, I got a little bit of tinnitus still from years ago. My buddy Bill shot his 300 Win Mag with that ported barrel, and yeah, my right ears rang ever since then, so. Let's, uh, I'm going to go through it here. The Six suppressor ready they say affordable rifles with, and when they say that they're saying um sub 700 well I looked up a couple they're probably a bit over 700 and when they're saying suppressor ready they mean you know you're buying it and the barrel's already threaded basically I know my buddy Randy just he had a daughter's rifle threaded I think because he bought a like a 30 cal suppressor's already bought and then have multiple um, mounts on different guns and I think it you know, to take the barrel off and do all that. It used to be about 70 bucks. And I think he said he ended up paying like 150 now, which is definitely more than when you can buy one of these. So, and they got them in, in no particular order here. Um, I'm going to go through number one they got here. It's number one on their list. It's not in that, like they say it's number one, but Ruger American Predator, which I'm am a I'm a huge fan of the Predator. And like I said, I got a ranch. I got two Ruger ranches actually. And they got the 16 inch barrel, and they they come threaded too. And so the, the Ruger Predator comes with a 22 inch. barrel. I had a Predator in 6.5 Creed ultra accurate. Um, I I'm kind of aimly retentive, so I didn't like something about the the bolt on it. They ended up being just that particular model. But I would definitely I would definitely recommend when people ask me that they're getting it get a get, or get a Ruger American Predator or a ranch, you will not be disappointed. These things, every one of them I ever shot. I have a, I had a Creed, I got a Grendel, I got a 223, um, I had a seventeen. my buddy Wyatt from the blind guy had, all those things shot lights out awesome. I, You know, you get a little like machining marks or something on the bolt and it's minute stuff. But I mean, if you're just looking for accuracy and something that shoots good, get one of these. And I would also say, get the ones that take the the ar-15 mags you know do they the three they have 308 ones too i believe they take like the you know the magpul p mag the 308 ones short action just those that there are not, they're, they're other ones like they're um oh what the heck do they call them um whatever they're they're flush fit mags i can rotary mags in my opinion junk um i had one of those in uh in my creed and that thing sucked my buddy Travis, his son has one. Still the same thing. You can kind of do this little aftermarket altering to him. I found it on YouTube and did it. Made them work better. But just save yourself the problem. Get yourself one of these if you get one with the, that takes the AR-15 um, or 308. You know, larger caliber mags. And these predators, they out. They usually come. I've ever seen them as like the OD green, and you can get like special edition ones with the Go Wild camel. Same with the with the ranch rifles. But uh, most of those come in FDE, like minded, but they got a bunch of different colors you can get too. So, And of course, the chain brings in these 204, 223, 22, 6 Creed, 6.5 Grendel, 6.5 Creed, 308, 7mm08, and 350 Legend. Retail price says 619. Yeah, I would say they're a little more than that. Now, I think um, I, when I got my ranch from Dave, that was five nineteen, but I think the predator is going to be a little more. So, and it's usually a hundred dollars off of what they say the retail. So, I, I I'd bet you any money this predator doesn't come in at at five nineteen. Next one they got, I didn't even know about this one. This thing sounds pretty cool actually. Winchester XPR Stealth SR. Um, I'm going to put these comments back up here in case I'm if I'm missing some of your guys' comments. Like I said, I'm sorry. It's just me. And, it's usually me and Clear both watching, but I'll, I'll get to your comments. Don't worry about it. You um, get Winchester XPR Stealth SR, which SR stands for suppressor ready. And the they come three models differ from one standard with the shorter 16 inch barrel, which is this, right? The SR thr- 16, 16 inch has a threaded barrel for easy can attachment. Dark green composite stock identifies the model, um, MOA trigger, free-floating button-rifled barrel, um, bolt-unlock button, nickel Teflon, uh, coated bolt, and inflex recoil pad. So I would say, just going back to the Predator too, um, they do have a sweet trigger on them. You can adjust it, and it, it's, I, don't, I have no complaints about the uh, tr- um, trigger on that Ruger. This Winchester, I mean, it, they got a lot of stuff. I like they got this Teflon coated stuff. So this thing sounds pretty sweet. This recoil pad. Ruger Ruger Predators have pretty good recoil pads on, too. I actually looked this up. Um, Bud's Gun Shop, they were 590 for the two forty three Winchester. You know, I'm sure the rest of them, calibers, are about the same. So, But, that's hey, that seems pretty reasonable, 590 And these Winchesters, my brother-in-law's got one. Um, Browning, Winchester, I think they're the same thing sweet rifle chambering some that go from man, 223 and they're going all the way up to um six five prc actually in these so it's now well, them prcs are sweet i actually shot um can't remember what tanner's tanner's dad came down before deer season to our gun range 7mm they make that 7mm prc seven p yeah i don't know i shot it it was pretty cool though and i say <laughs> Yeah, uh, it comes with, uh, included with this Winchester is a muzzle brake for those times when a suppressor may not be warranted. I mean, what time is that? Suppressors are always warranted, in my opinion. So, <laughs> all right, I'm going to get to see what these comments here. We got um, oh, Dave, I believe when it comes to bullet selection, one size fits all might not be an option for all. Agreed. Muzzle velocity, bullet diameter, and bullet weight have a great factor on the bullet type. Barnes T T S X is monolithic. Yep, I actually got a bunch loaded for my dad. I hope he gets to try it on a deer. They hit like hammers, but on long range shot, bullet speed is reduced and it does not open and perform the same as it would on say one to three hundred yards. Agreed, and that's kind of why I'm I'm um, little leery of the monolithic bullet for my for my I've looked at the impact speeds for opening and. Eh, um, what you experienced with the SST is commonly known as a Hornaday splash, unloading all its energy on the pelt. Yeah, and if anybody remembers, Dougie and I before deer season, did he had uh, the 10% ballistics gelatin, and at 250, I shot it, and like I said, that was 2400 muzzle velocity, and that hit at 250 yards, and I mean, it, it got, it went in about three inches and opened up, man, and that that wound cavity, I think it was like 11 or 12 inches. I was a little leery of that because there, there was not that bullet just it blew up in there, it was everywhere. And you know, it turned out like I thought it would for me, not good. But I got my deer, thank good thing. we we had to track it, by the way. Um, thanks to my buddy Trav having a good eye and spotting it for me. It was thank you, Travis. It was <laughs> it went in the direction I thought he made it about 400 yards and he bedded down, but we got him then, anyway. So Okay, Gene Cox here. Hey, Gene, thanks for joining, buddy. Dan, I have one of the early Ruger American 223 with the rotary mags. Ended up with three mags; only one works well. Yeah, Dan, like I said, go on, go on YouTube and and punch in there. Um, you know, fix for uh, Ruger rotary mags. It's worked on a couple of them and a couple of it hasn't for me. But you, it's kind of an easy fix to do. But you know, it's, give it a try. Maybe you can get them all three to work. Yeah, they, I don't know why Ruger doesn't fix that. Because those rotary mags suck, in my opinion. That's one bad thing I got to say about about uh, about Ruger. Um, Brown and George still love my Browning 270 LR right on. Hey, I got nothing against a 270. I'm just, um, a lot of people know I've had some shoulder surgery. So I'm, I could, I sh- yeah, could I shoot a 270? Yeah, I could just take it and shoot once and then more than likely get done what I wanted to do. But could I, could I place some shots like I did on that deer? this year, if I didn't practice a lot, no. And honestly, I'm, I'm not trying to brag or no. I'm probably better offhand shooting than a lot of people are, but I like to shoot my deer rifles a lot. A lot of people don't, all my guns that I shoot, I like to shoot a lot. So, and, and my shoulder hurts and I got to shoot something that, and then it ain't like a 270 really kicks super hard, but it's enough when you got some meat missing and your shoulder has been rebuilt a few times to, to affect it. And Hey, I'm 52. If I live to be 80, I still want to be shooting. And if I damage the hell out of it now, I I don't feel like learning how to shoot left-handed. I've done it. I was okay at it, but um, (laughs) no thanks. And Lynette says, ethical shooting, Jamie. Thank you, Lynette. Appreciate that. All right, let's go here. So last one, we had the Winchester. This one's kind of cool here, actually, this this next one here. It's the CVA Scout B2 takedown. It's the only single shot on this list. Um, still made in Connecticut Valley. I mean, Con- get out of Connecticut, you guys. It's, I mean, ugh. and um, the, the break. Uh, the, it's a break action. I don't I, I know a lot of people enter to see these things are freaking cool. I was actually in Double H Guns the other day, and a guy was trading one. And, oh, it was Cheech. I think he's <laughs> he was trading his break open twenty two two fifty for two twenty three. I think he was just he was getting a Savage of some sort. Anyway, um, this V two takedown it's um black synthetic you got all kinds of calibers um barrel lengths are either 22 or 25 depending on your caliber made in spain and it comes topped with a scope rail for it right away which uh let me, well, I don't, let me before i get sidetracked here the caliber lineup 243 65 35 whalen 350 legend 300 aac four which a 300 aac They're kind of not as quiet as I think they are when you shoot an AR, but, man, on these single shots, i seen a video. I don't know if Dustin Ellerman was doing it on something, but, God, that thing was so quiet. It was unbelievable. And uh, 243s are available as a Scout TD compact, so that must come in, like, with a 16-inch barrel would be my guess. So that's pretty sweet. If you like just a single shot, uh, you know, really really make it – challenge for yourself (laughs) if you miss and don't have a good follow-up shot I I like those things actually I mean a lot of people probably think that's weird because I'm such an AR nut but um, I think they look cool and I don't know something about there is maybe something to that you know I got one shot kind of thing my dad's got a single shot 22 that thing's pretty 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 sick too I like shooting that because you know it's real light single shots usually super light too so all right, everybody's a lot of people know this one. Everybody, but the Hawa 1500, uh, they make one of these, you know, the the barrels threaded for it. Not all of them, not all the Hawas are you got to be careful with some of these. That you know, they say that, but make sure they do. And a lot of these mini actions that they make, um, like the 223, six, six arc, and they, uh, they, they usually come with it threaded, but make sure you do. Now the chamberings go from 250 up to 300 PRC. I think how yeah, they pretty much chamber them in there. And they got a detachable mag. I know Hawas, you can buy that kit too. Comes with to a, get like a 10 round detachable on it. So if you like how I always thought they were kind of heavy, actually. I, I had a Hawa 308. Shot shot pretty good, but that thing seemed, seemed pretty tanky to me. And then a the Mossberg Patriot Predator. And these things come three, seven chamberings three barrel lengths 16 and a quarter up to 24 um so i had a mossberg um ah, thunder ranch 223 takes ar mags shot real good and i also had a 308 i couldn't put anything in that gun to get it to shoot shot like crap uh my buddy travis's son austin had like the long range one with the i don't know what you call them the stock on them but that thing sucked too he, he tried everything in there it didn't shoot worth a damn but they claim this um according to guns.com this patriot predator shoots great 22 250 243 308 65 creed 450 bushy 65 prc 7mm prc yeah that's what a shot there of tanner's dad's prc he sees coming flat dark earth or true timber cerakote Camel. It retails at 568. That's pretty good. I think my buddy Stuart actually has one of these in 6.5 Creed. He said he loves it. He said it's uh, said it shoots awesome. Um, and I see he shot a deer like 600 yards with it, so that was pretty cool. Last one on the list, Savage 110 Predator. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to beat these. We had some of these at NRA Bank, too. These are pretty sweet rifles, and they come, you know. 223 204 250 243 260 308 creed fluted button rifled heavy and i looked those up too they say everything on here was like underside these are like 740 at buds guns but everything everything is more expensive now under our buddy joe so that's just something we got to get uh, get used to dave says uh the Hawa 1500 shares the barreled action with the winchester xbr i believe yep japanese i'm pretty sure you're right there dave um that um how was our made in japan and japan has you know japan has awesome steel I'll, I'll give them credit for that they they do have uh <laughs> they do have good steel compared to a lot of ours but all right so we got we're at 740 here i'm gonna do the double add this one's gonna take a little longer but that's 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 fine um should be back here in about three minutes i do I believe and then we're gonna hit what are we gonna hit next year we're gonna do oh yeah we got the We got the Second Amendment bullet point here, the two way BP coming up. So hang in there. We'll be back shortly. Lower Auto Repair. They're located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota, or give them a call at 701 258 6308. The team of mechanics at Lauer auto can tackle any problem your vehicle is having. And when you do business with Lauer, you can be assured you're doing business with the pro second amendment America first repair shop. There's plenty of other auto repair shops in the Bismarck Mandan area, but why take the chance of patronizing a shop that might not have your beliefs at heart? Make no mistake. Lauer auto is your pro second amendment repair shop. When you talk to the guys at Lauer auto, don't forget to tell them you heard they're a sponsor of Guns and the 701 and that you appreciate their support of our Pro Second Amendment, Pro North Dakota live and podcast. That's Lawler Auto Repair, 701-258-6308, located at 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota.
1: Guns and the 701 is sponsored by The Blind Guy of North Dakota. For all your custom window coverings, you can contact them at 701 222 Three They're freedom-minded, they're patriotic, and they love the Second Amendment. This husband-wife team was born and raised right here in North Dakota and based out of Bismarck. Again, for your Second Amendment company, for all your custom window coverings, The Blind Guy of North Dakota, 701-222-3932, or visit them on the web at blindguynd.com. Right
0: on. Like I said before, appreciate our sponsors. You guys are awesome, and you guys do business with these people. Uh, You know you're doing it with uh, pro-second amendment, pro-freedom businesses, and please tell them, yeah, you heard it on Guns in the 701, and you very much appreciate them sponsoring this. Don't forget, on Fridays, you can still catch Clay and I at 8.15, KFYR 5.50 a.m., Mitchell in the morning with the Guns in the 701 crew. This Friday, though, not going to be there. Clay is still going to be out of town, and still my buddy's still got a buck tag my other buddy's got a doe tag and my dad's got his gratis So we're gonna be hunting hard and friday looks like a good day yeah hey, we haven't missed a day on there in over a year so uh i guess we're entitled to miss one dan brown Hawa 1500 and weatherby vanguard are the same gun yep other than dan i think other than the stock right the the howa's got the Hog stock they're made in, made in california Hogue makes awesome stuff i like Hog stuff too but um yeah Yep. Um uh, Dave replying to Dan. Dan Brown correct. I always mix those up. Yep. I, I thought that was it, but I didn't say nothing. Dan, thank you for adding that in. I appreciate it. I, I probably get a little too into my technical um geek stuff on here. I'm so I apologize for i <laughs> I feel like I'm kind of boring tonight. Um so I'm we're gonna you know we're gonna talk a little deer hunting before the show's over here yet. Not just about mine, but about your guys' and what everybody's because I love talking about deer hunting. Love it, I love everything about deer hunting. Anyway, so I'm only going to do one Second Amendment bullet point tonight instead of two because I still got the happy ending coming up. But um, here's the here's my two-way bullet point for tonight. Judge John Milton Young handed down a decision Tuesday in which he found that the statute prohibiting gun possession after a DUI violates the Second Amendment. I mean, I, I figured that before this happened, but a lot of people don't. The statute 922G1. That's what it is, and Young reached his decision after weighing in in light of the Bruin decision from 2022 Supreme Court. This is in Pennsylvania. Had to burp there. You know what sucks about doing this yourself? Uh, I'm not having much time to drink my Coors Light, speaking of uh, drinking here. (laughs) Uh, So uh, this guy, the plaintiff in the case, Edward A. Williams, filed suit because he was being denied the ability to possess a gun because of a 2005 DOI conviction. Nah, this guy did, <laughs> he should have learned his lesson on drinking and driving, but, I, but you know, I don't think that should take away your Second Amendment rights. Williams was arrested for driving under the influence in April 2000, and again for his second Dewey in 2001. Charges related to the second arrest were dismissed. I actually know a couple of my buddies who got let off from DOIs. That's, that's lucky. But um, yeah, I do know some people happen to. He was arrested again in 2004 with a blood alcohol content of, oh, look at here, .223. If anybody doesn't know, that's God's cartridge, two twenty three, which is well over the legal limit of .08 in Pennsylvania. In 2005, Williams was convicted of DOI at the highest rate of intoxication, which, based on his prior offense in 2000, is a first-degree misdemeanor punishable by up to five years in prison. Judge Young noted that the conviction disqualified Williams from possessing a firearm under 922 G1. I don't know what the G1 means in in Pennsylvania, gangster of the first class. I don't know. Young pointed to Bruin and noted the Supreme Court has held that an individual's conduct may fall outside the Second Amendment protection only if a firearm regulation is consistent with this nation's historical tradition. So I don't recall... um, the founders and framers taking away people's second amendment rights when they're riding around on their horse drunk in town. Do you guys, I mean, if you do, let me know, let me know because I don't think, I don't think that was happening. Um, so again, judge young continued prohibiting plaintiff's possession of a firearm due to his DOI conviction is a violation of his second amendment rights as it is inconsistent with the United States tradition of firearms regulation. The constitution protects individual conduct plainly covered by the text of the Second Amendment, which includes an individual's right to keep and bear arms for self defense. He further noted that the Third, third Circuit in Range versus Attorney General determined I'm almost done. This isn't very long, you guys. So the Second Amendment does not only belong to law abiding citizens, but belongs to all people who may then be subject to the stripping of associated rights. Therefore, the Second Amendment applies to plaintiff despite his criminal history. Additionally, the Second Amendment clearly covers a plaintiff's possess- petition to possess firearms contrary to prohibitions of Section 922 G1. Young concluded in his statement, the court finds that the government has not carried its burden in prov- improving the United States. The tradition of firearm regulation supports stripping an individual of the right to possess a firearm because they had previously driven while intoxicated. The application of 922 G1 to plaintiff, therefore, a constitutional violation of his Second Amendment rights, and the court finds the plaintiff is entitled to the requested relief. So that's great. Guy's going to get his Second Amendment rights back and and probably, um, what did I say? He was convicted of some, what the heck was that again? Uh, Misdemeanor of some sort. So, yeah, right here, Uh, first degree misdemeanor you shouldn't lose your second. I mean, especially on a nonviolent one, you know, with some people, well, he could have killed somebody JD. Yeah. I mean, that can happen at any point. He didn't, um, misdemeanors shouldn't, especially nonviolent ones should not be akin to taking away your second. Right. And I'm glad this judge said the same thing. I, I, that's, I love that. That's awesome. We need more judges to have common sense decisions like that. All right, Corey, you're doing good on your own. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. I'm, somebody's probably thinking hey if you guys want to say i suck on my own go for it it's not gonna hurt my feelings I, I love constructive criticism brandon george but yet our founders are all having a form of drink signing the constant brandon i was actually thinking the same thing these guys um thought everything up in the bill right when they were in pubs arguing with each other fist fighting um you know that's that's what they wrote it with these guys were they, they were sitting in their pubs drinking and like you said they were sitting around having their drink writing it up so um, no firearms involved. Doug, alcoholism a disease. They can take your rights away because of a disease now. Yeah. I always kind of thought when they say alcoholism is a disease, I'm like, uh, how's you know, a disease to me is like cancer. You can quit drinking, you can't just quit cancer. But um, I'm pretty sure the founders threw a few back. Gene Cox. Absolutely. Yeah, Brandon dueling, too. Yeah, dueling or marty beard I always likes to say. Um, they'd go outside and they'd slap somebody in the face with a glove, you know. It's Uh, Eric Newman says, I knew of a guy that got a ticket for riding a horse one. (laughs) I'm not saying you can't get ticketed for doing that, um, but stripping your rights away from that? Mm, No. And I'm the kind of guy who says if you do go to prison for something and you do your time and come out, you should still not be, um, you still shouldn't lose your rights. You You did your time. You should get your rights back. So. Lynette uh, says, "Yes, they all poured a whiskey and made lot. Yep, and Brandon. Which president had like 53 confirmed duels? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't remember. There was one of them. We did have a lot of them, though. There's like was it Burr, maybe. I, I don't know. <laughs> Not sure who that was, but you know, that's uh." I'm, I'm glad the judge reversed that because they can just take that misdemeanor for anything and whatever that kind of first degree misdemeanor start taking your, and then that's, you know, it's their ultimate goal is to get all your guns away. A lot, some of them will let it slip and tell you that most of them won't, you know, I think it's bull crap. So, all right, so here's what we're going to do right now before we get into uh, a little more deer talk. Well, I mean, some of you know what this means. That's right. That's the theme for the happy ending. And this this, this is a little older one, but I thought this was uh, this is a pretty cool story here. Actually, comes back way back, and from February twenty first, nineteen ninety two, L.A., California. Police say watch shop owner kills fourth and fifth suspect. So armed robbers kept gambling that they can hold up the watch co in West L.A. and they keep losing. <laughs> which is a happy ending right there before we even get to the end of the story. Two more were shot to death Thursday at the small shop where owner Lance Thomas buys and sells expensive Rolex watches and antique pocket timepieces. That brings the total to five killed and one wounded at the shop since August of 89. So 89, 99, 89, and to oh, two and a half years there. He's got, you know, it's a pretty good total. Shortly after 4 p.m., two men armed with semi-automatic pistols entered the shop in the 12100 block of Santa Monica Boulevard and quote made their intentions. No one said, "L.A. Police, <laughs> Police Lieutenant Ron Hall." One of them fired a shot at an employee. The employee was not hurt, and he and Thomas returned fire. So the employee was carrying guns in there too. It's that's awesome. Detectives are not determined who shot struck which gunman. Hall said, but a preliminary investigation. Indicates that Thomas shot one and the employee the other. One robbery suspect was found dead in the front of the counter and the other in the doorway. Perfect. Perfect. The employee and the two gunmen were not identified. Um, The only bad part about that particular self-defense shooting was um, somebody across the street, they don't know who's gunshot, superficial wound in the ass cheek um hall said the gunmen who appeared to be in their late teens early 20s apparently were not part of the sophisticated gang that has been robbing jewelry stores throughout la area for more than a year and i think they were doing like smash and grabs and these guys right yeah he says right here these are the kind of guys who hold up a bag and say fill it (laughs) they got filled with something um copper and lead perfect uh thomas says long made it known that no robber would walk out of his store in other words they, if you come in and mess with them, you're gonna end up like the two two fools right there. The last two we got nearby merchants say Thomas can arm himself with one of four guns no matter where he is in the shop, which is awesome because I got guns placed throughout my house just for that specific purpose. Oh, you're paranoid, JD. No, I'm not paranoid, I'd rather have them babies where I need them. So and there's uh looks like we got Clay Clayton's coming in here. <laughs>
1: How you guys doing? I better join in while we were taking a break.
0: Right, hang on, Clay. I'm just about done here with the happy ending here. So, and then I, I left a little time at the end here because I knew you we were going to BS a little bit. So, um, Like I said, right. the, store, the store owner long made it known that no robber is going to walk out of a store, and they haven't. And he's got the guns placed throughout his shop. So he's very proficient. He's very proficient in the use of his guns, and he knows when to use them. That's what the police chief said. Their lieutenant, during a robbery attempt in August of '89, Thomas wounded a gunman just below the nose. <laughs> and we shoot his teeth out, or what? Maybe he had one of them Hornaday ballistic tips, just blew his teeth out and didn't kill him. This man has been sentenced to prison. Three months later, Thomas shot and killed two armed robbery suspects who had wounded him in the neck and shoulder. So the guy got hit twice and he still took these turds out. That's awesome. This guy's was this guy Rambo or what? And last December, a man and a woman entered a shop asking about repairs for a broken watch. The man vaulted the counter, drew a gun, and said he was robbing the store. The intruder managed to shoot Thomas in the neck. This guy even shot like three times, too. But the shopkeeper grabbed two semi-automatic, so he got a two pistol in each hand and shot the gunman dead. That is freaking awesome. The woman escaped, unfortunately, but, you know, she probably never tried to rob anything again. Hall, <laughs> commander of detectives at LAPD's West LA station, said all of Thomas's previous shootings were ruled justified, adding that he believed the two Thursday will be ruled likewise, which they were, and Mr. Thomas ended up moving, actually, not too long ago to uh, Vegas. My buddy actually heard this on a podcast. He moved to... Uh, Vegas arena or, or something to get out of California because I think some of these gangbangers are starting to threaten his life. They're gonna, you know, come after him for taking out one of their homies, I guess. But you know, happy ending <laughs> is the guy took out five scumbags. who tried to rob him and he's still alive. It's awesome.
1: How's Clayton Perfect. doing? Oh, doing good. We're about to where we need to be, but we stopped off here at Chick-fil-A, being I know it's a good conservative outfit. So <laughs> hopefully we can Oh, you're I'm doing kind right. of hoping that as we're talking. Talking here, maybe we could tweak some liberals. You know how that goes. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got a few of them so far. We've mm-hmm. been pretty uh, tech heavy here. All right, Brandon George said it was Andrew Jackson, who was the big dueling president who had a
1: bunch of confirmed kills. <laughs> but I think we need to go back to that, possibly.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I was saying about Marty bringing a leather glove out and slapping somebody across the face and doing it that way. but.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, that's why I thought. So Go ahead.
1: That was a good happy ending, by the way.
0: Oh, yeah, it was awesome, man. I love that. TJ told me about that the other day.
1: And they they assume room temperature. That's always perfect.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Five of them. You got five of them in two and a half years. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So no, I just thought I'd check in here. We we made a quick stop, so I thought I'd see if I could even connect.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's coming in good. Coming in good. I mean, we were
1: listening. As we were coming through Saint Cloud in that area, we were we were two and in. It worked pretty good. Good deal. I, good.
0: I said good. the worst part of worst, worst part about it, Clay, is when you're not talking. I man, I'm, I'm like my second cooler's light is full. Man, that sucks. Hey Travis, I got red, Roy, how you doing?
1: I got like ten miles left, and then I can crack my first one. Then I'll be good.
0: Awesome. Well, you got to keep that throat <laughs> wet because you know it dries out, when you got that. Uh, sore throat That's going
1: right. there <laughs> i got a bag. I, I got a little thing of moonshine in the bag you know how that perfect
0: <laughs> perfect i'll be getting plenty of that tomorrow we're going to my wife's cousin's place down uh beaver uh, bay so her uncle's place and on so he'll have plenty i'm guessing you know some uh some homemade stuff there too
1: <laughs> being the and boys from bad. alabama didn't have to get up the deer hunt this year i'm gonna i'll have to wait till march when we get to florida so
0: so i see travis there he just tuned in um he uh he'll be drinking some bourbon i think he's a jim beam guy
1: well he does shoot ak so yeah.
0: <laughs> that's true he is an ak guy Coors is like it is like water eric that's why i like it it keeps me hydrated but man yeah i've been uh <laughs> lynette says hey clay get better
1: No, I'm I feel good. I just can't talk. It's gotta happen about once a year, so I'm good.
0: (laughs) Trav says riding with Biden. (laughs) (laughs) Well yeah, that's why you got a commie rifle, Trav. You're riding with a commie, you gotta have a commie gun.
1: (laughs) You're riding with Biden, you know how that'll go. I mean he rides the wrong way, probably.
0: So (laughs) Corey's got the summer shandy. Yeah, I love summer shandies, Corey. That's you know, that's almost like a PSL in the beer form. Yeah. Anybody you know, I mean, miss out like of PSLs pickle. is pumpkin spice latte.
1: No, I'd like a good Pilsner. I'd like a good dark ale. I mean, come on. So, Clay, are you, are you getting a deer this year, or what's the story, man? No, uh, I didn't see anything big enough to shoot, um, but I'm, I'm going to try to come home by Sunday, maybe get out there on Sunday and see. Uh, from what I hear, that one that you and I talked about showed up again here over the weeks. So Crank up that Friday. fitty. Well, this one here, if I'm going to chase him, I I better take a gun I'm very familiar with. I don't want to (laughs) miss.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Clay's probably going to have a good story for us next Wednesday. A friend of the show and and big bow hunter, big Second Amendment guy, Andy, Andy Elliott. Clay got him on some land, I understand, down there, Clay, and he got himself a look like a dandy of a whitetail.
1: He did well. He just wasn't ready to post anything yet, but I was kind of thinking maybe we should try to have him on to tell you the truth. Yeah. Oh, I'd about love him.
0: to do that. Yeah, let's do it, man. Andy's been killing a lot out. of stuff. So.
1: It was about 600 acres that he had to, to hunt on, and it was the right 600 acres, so he did great. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. They want to be on our show? <laughs> hey, how you doing? <laughs> That's JD. Hi. <laughs>
0: Clay's making friends there at uh, Chick Fil A.
1: You know, none of these people know how what our show is and how big it is. I guess right, there you go.
0: <laughs> so, all right, Trav, don't worry. I'm not hating on your Beam or the Bourbon. I'm not. I'm not a whiskey guy, but I like Pendleton. i rum or uh, you know, spiced rum or Coors Light for me. So
1: you know, I don't mind a bourbon if it's the right bourbon, but that's an acquired taste. It really is. Now, now Trav's whiskey, acquired
0: it over the years. Trust me.
1: <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, guys, I'm gonna sign out. I'm gonna grab this and then we're gonna go. So
0: sounds good, Clay. Thanks for checking of, in, buddy.
1: In. I'll chime in from deep in the in the communist nation of Minnesota.
0: <laughs> sounds good. Inject with some All right wing juice. I. Oh yeah.
1: Talk to you later. <laughs> See what you buddy. Safe. This is definitely gonna be an interesting. Uh, All
0: right. <laughs> Had a nice remote check in there from Clay at Chick Fil A. Clay at Chick Fil A. We're even rhyming here. Corey likes the pickle vodka. All right, I've actually had some of that pretty good stuff. For whatever reason though, that stuff gives me kind of a headache. I don't know why. I love the taste of it, but I did get a text here from somebody. What, what do we got here? Oh, okay. We got. Oh man, Dave sent me a whole stuff here about about uh, reloading, killing. All right, all right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. That's too much to read for me, Dave. I'll lose track. All right. So, how you guys doing? Deer hunting out there? If you're if you're able to chat, why don't you let me know? Like everybody knows, there I got uh, I got my buck. Um, we still got a buck tag to fill. Like I said, my dad's got his gratis. My buddy John's got a doe. I'm fairly confident we're gonna get a couple of those done. I don't know. Trav's kind of looking for a bigger one or a weird one, but from you know, man, we weren't seeing a whole lot of deer up there, and we left last time. Uh, we'll see what happens. Oh, Friday's supposed to be a little cooler, nice weather. We have a few more comments here. Trap, Pendleton is for men who sh- who scoot their package between their knees and dance in front. <laughs> yeah, maybe I've been. I think I've done that time or two, Trap. If it's <laughs> if it's beer, it's got to be dark beer. Otherwise, it's whiskey. Says Eric Newman. Was Clay trying to get us back on? What's you got going here? Yes. Was he in the bathroom? Did he know his phones on or what? <laughs> anyway, yeah. So how you? Anybody? I uh, mean, you know, I talked to Axe from um, from Laurodo. He said he's they've seen some and just not. He, he haven't seen the one he wants yet. I, the one I got, I've been I watched him for a while. Not not a monster. I mean, I've definitely shot bigger, shot smaller ones, but uh, he was a three by three. I I just liked them big, tall back tines on him and uh get you know a lot of three by threes out there so a lot of people don't believe in calling the herd and getting them out of there i i think it works so and i think a lot of road hunters wiped out a lot of three by threes too and we had some other weird genetics there's a, like a four by two out there um nothing real nice comes in. i'd love to see my buddy travis get that one but uh Corey merriman says i haven't went out yet seen a couple nice ones here but might let them hopefully get bigger and that's not a bad thing to do either Corey. i We definitely passed on some like that. Uh, You always see those, and then you think to yourself, man, just don't go near the road because, you know, some road hunter who said, you know, he's got to fill the pot or whatever we were talking about, stages of deer hunting, one of them guys. um, Blast it, which would have been a beautiful deer the next year if it makes it two years even. But, you know, they got a tag. I guess they can get it on whatever land they want. Don't squat to pee, (laughs) Trev. Don't worry about it, Trev. Will not. Um, so yeah, other than that, I'm seeing one coyote. I actually got a shot at a coyote too. Uh, let, he led him a little too far, man, just over into the side of his nose there. And then he went over the top of the hill. So Eric Newman says my daughter shot her two does yesterday and she has one left to get. My wife has two to get. And my son has one, man. You got a lot of uh, tags to fill, Eric. That sounds like fun, but he maybe get the AR out there with the drum mag in it. <laughs> Kamala Harris for a stronger, better America. Yeah, and right, that's worked out great in, in California here in the Gav Dog. Hopefully, I mean, if Cacklebox, if they get rid of Joe and run Cacklebox against Trump or whoever, I'm pretty confident we can overcome the cheating and still win that one as well. But Yeah, I don't know, but uh, Coyotes, man, I think we've seen two or three. That was about it. I got that one right before deer season. I had that video, but uh, other than that, there hasn't been many Coyotes. And once deer season's over, we're probably gonna try and do some calling on them because a lot of people up in that area say there's a ton of them. But of course, in that area, there's a lot of um, coyote hunters, and not too. Got some more beaver on our land. Uh, I think my dad got a couple more of those suckers. Some big ones. Man, they've been ripping, eating the trees to hell around there. I, I like beavers, but on hey, on other people's land, not ours. They got four dams built, big dams. They got them up. Pheasants are looking good. Once uh, once deer season's over, I'm looking forward to doing some more bird hunting. They look real good. I mean, especially if it doesn't, uh, we don't get a bunch of snow and you can't walk anywhere. It should be some damn good bird hunting in December. I don't know where it's like where you guys are at. But uh, Eric says, too much too much public land around here for them to get real big. East River and Minnesota hunters blast everything. Yeah, so they're like the first first people we said on the five deer hunters. Uh, buddy Tyson Schwab's too. Hey Tyson, uh, awesome! He got his cousin out. Um, shot a hell of a nice mule deer. I think that was south of Golden Valley. Uh, got to get together and call some. Mule. I'm in, buddy. Hey, I'm not too proud to say I'm not a real big coyote caller. I could definitely learn something from you anytime you want. I'm I'm definitely in on calling some coyotes, and that's that's great, man. The older I get, actually, the more I'm getting into to uh, predator hunting. I used to just like driving around and kind of doing a road hunt thing on it, but it, it is, it is a rush when you get them suckers coming in. I I do enjoy that one. My buddy, Travis, uh, George does a, we've called some in with him and that's worked pretty good. And it's a blast when they come in Your your heart rate gets pumping pretty good. When you get them coyotes and get call them coming in, and especially when you get more than one coming in. Um, Tra- <laughs> Trav kind of got coyote fever a few years ago. I've never seen that many come in, but it, it worked. It worked awesome. And, you know, I'm looking forward to doing it. Brian Warner says he, yeah, he filled his doe tag, and uh, Mama Joe filled her buck tag. One fox didn't shoot. I don't, I don't shoot fox either, Brian. To be honest with you, my, when my grandma had chickens, I did, but ah, they don't really eat deer and stuff, so I leave them alone. Yep, Trav. Later, fellas. Kidding around. I, yeah, I'm no kidding. You were, appreciate you joining in, buddy. Happy, uh, happy Thanksgiving to you uh yeah brian actually you can go on guns in the 701's facebook page and you can see uh, mama joe but she got herself a nice muley buck there great picture by the way brian that was that was a sweet picture um and uh yeah i got a lot of deer pictures from people uh listeners and other people sending them in some good stuff on there appreciate and if you guys get some feel free um you know if you know my number you know clays if not go ahead and um, send them to a uh, message it to us on facebook and and we'll get it up on our Facebook page for you guys. <laughs> Travis, let's go Trump. I freaking love you. Love you too, buddy. I appreciate you. <laughs> but, you know, hey, here we are coming up. Hour and, hour and five minutes. I said I was going to try and keep it short because it's kind of a holiday. My wife and kids are upstairs. I don't know. We're going to probably have a few more Coors Lights and get some stuff ready for tomorrow. It, um, you know, it's pretty fun pretty fun i actually enjoyed that when clayton got in there it's um it got it got a lot more respect actually i'll say this again i've said it before i did in like an hour and 5 minutes if you do like a 2 hour radio show like me and clay did and you knock out the the commercials it ends up being like an hour and 5 hour and 10 minutes so and we had two short commercial three short commercial breaks so it was almost like doing a 2 hour show straight through but it's it's fun it's fun I I apologize if I repeated and say, you know or anything else like that a couple of times. Like I said, I never did a whole solo one like this. I'm fine doing it now and then. But I'd much rather have <laughs> my buddy Clay here, or uh, maybe maybe have a guest on next time. Dave, haha! Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Be safe. See you next week. You bet, Dave. See you next week, buddy. Um, I'm gonna check out that information you sent me. You come across any of them spear um, gold dot bonded 120 greener?s Let me know because I can't find them anywhere. Josh Patterson, he's hoping to fill my dough tags this weekend. That's awesome, Josh. You get some pictures, send them to me. I mean, unless you head shoot them and, you know, vaporizes them, I'll probably <laughs> I probably won't put that. I'd like to see them either way, or you can email them to us too. That's fine. We got the email. So, But with that, guys, I'll let you know, like I said, for every Friday, 8 15 uh 8 15 a.m central we're on with Mitchell in the morning KFYR 550 a.m 99.7 fm and iHeartRadio and we're on till about nine o'clock every Friday this Friday we're not going to be clay like you just seen clay he's getting to Minnesota he's with family and I'm gonna be up at the farm again I know I did the show last week but we got we got a lot of deer to get after so we're gonna try and get that done and um other than that um appreciate you guys joining us every Wednesday. 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain. And I hope everybody has a happy and safe Thanksgiving. Again, appreciate you tuning in, hanging with me. We had a good audience retention night. You guys are awesome. Love you. And happy Thanksgiving to you, Brian. Appreciate you, buddy. And fellow MVE out there. You guys, thanks for joining. JD, next week I'll be back with Clayton. Regularly scheduled time. Hopefully everybody gets that dough tag. Happy Thanksgiving, Corey. Thank you. And I hope, hope that you guys get all your deer tags filled, have fun with your family and friends, get out there, enjoy the, it looks like it's going to be a beautiful weekend. Take out hey Josh, happy Thanksgiving to you too, buddy. Good luck to you hunting as well. So we'll catch you guys next week. Appreciate you tuning in. Rock on Gene Cox. You do rock, buddy. We got to have you on as a guest as well. Gene's fun. That's We'll talk some guns, buddy. So we'll see you guys next week. JD, I'm out. Happy Thanksgiving to you.